Happy New Year, Seahawks social fans. Welcome back. Sorry for the delay in getting this podcast out to you people. I know you were waiting patiently. Lots to talk about this week. Marshawn Lynch makes a return. Boom. Wildness. The, it was a tough loss. There was a lot happening at the end of the game. The Seahawks played very, very well in the second half. And they came about an inch and a half shy of a W and getting a home game. But let's talk about it all. Here we go. Go. We should, in honor of Marshall Lynch, we should start this episode with a handshake. Nice. Nice. Genuine handshake. There we go. Carl. No. I like it. Have you ever. That was the best. Have you ever been more hyped up for a football game than you were this week? Ever? Yes. Regular season game? No. (laughs) I'm just going to keep asking questions. You just keep giving me one word answer. (laughs) Well, you altered it because yes, I have been way more hyped up when we made it to the Super Bowl. I was very hyped up, but you said you regular rem- season game. So. Do you remember how down in the dumps we were last week, Carl? Do you remember how down in the dumps the entire? Seahawk I'm just going to say down in the dumps over and over and over. No, the entire Seahawks fan group, the Twelves, if you will, yeah. were last week on social media. Yeah. Wait, not last week. Sunday well, evening. Yeah. Monday morning was very different. Monday morning was very, very different. There was rumors. There was rumors that Marshawn Lynch was making his way to Seattle. I want to say we started those rumors. We kind of talked about it before. Like we we had our podcast the second mm-hmm. after the loss. I think yeah, we kind of made it as was, a joke, though, right? We did. We made the joke of like, let's bring people out of retirement. Let's get the <laughs> CFL team going. Let's just figure out what we're gonna do because we're screwed. And then. All of a sudden, I'm like, hey, you know what? I like our chances now against, C- against the San Fran. Put this close to your face. It's as close to my face as I want it. Why are you getting so mad at me? <laughs> I like it down. All right. Carl, just turn off his mic. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sunday, uh, Monday morning I woke up, and someone in the Seahawks network, thank you, whoever it was, on Seahawks Social, posted... Mm. Marshawn Lynch is rumored to be making his way to have a workout in Seattle. So one of our friends who's come on the podcast before on the Zero Here podcast, Nick, is friends with Lynch. Shut up. So we're going to get him on the podcast, obviously. Stay tuned, guys. Marshawn Lynch coming up in about half an hour. I have a feeling you're making this up right now. (laughs) No. So I texted texted Nick. Nick is friends with Lynch? Yeah, he runs runs, uh, like charity football camps in uh, Ontario with him. What? Yeah. Sweet guy. Great guy. Both Lynch and Nick. Great guys. I had no idea. So I text Nick and I'm like, is this real? And he obviously knew what I was talking about. And he just replies saying, he's on a plane right now to Seattle. He's like, I was going to text you last night, but I had to like keep it hush hush. Um, And I say, what kind of shape is he in? And his reply was, he is a little thicker than you'll remember, (laughs) but he's still the most athletic human I've ever seen. Amazing. Yeah. Anyway, a couple days later, 
Lynch passes a physical, does the workout. Him and Robert Turbin are signed by the Seahawks for the remainder of the season. And we are thinking we're back in business, really, because mm-hmm. we lose Carson and Penny and Procise in a couple weeks. We were dead in the water until this point in time. Do you think so much that I changed my pick? Sunday night after the loss, or after the mm-hmm. after we lost Carson and Procise, and we thought that's it, we're done, we're dead in the water, and we all picked San Fran to win the next game. I mean, I think I picked like thirty six to three or something like that. Thirty eight to six, yeah, yeah pretty close to that. Um, but halfway through the week, I switched my pick. I went Seahawks. I thought they were going to win it, and if they won, I would have won my pool. And they should have won because I had flashbacks. Do you think Seattle brought him in at all as a publicity stunt? Or do you think they genuinely were looking at him as a game changer? I I don't know if they're looking at him as a game changer. I think they're looking at trying to bring somebody in as a veteran to help Homer. Because as you can see in that game, Homer led the ball right he, he was the number one mm-hmm. he had uh, 10 carries for 62 yards yeah he had a pretty good game <laughs> he looked good he was looking good he, he was, had a bunch of catches too didn't he? yeah yeah well, i don't know if he had a bunch of catches or not i didn't i don't remember that yeah homer had five catches for 30 yards but it definitely did not diminish the fact that th- there was a, a lot of publicity behind that hmm. yeah i, I think, wonder if yeah. turban though is the like the hidden gem in all this he, had, he didn't play but if you look at him online, he is a specimen. He is in shape. Did he get zero? T- he didn't get any touches? He, no, it was just Lynch and Homer, as far as I remember. I don't remember Turbine. I don't remember him in. coming in either. I remember seeing him on the sidelines. Yeah. I don't remember him coming in. Yeah. Hmm. But I think he's going to be a black horse that's going to be like, he's going to really do something in the playoffs. A dark horse. Sorry. You know what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I did not mean that. That's a clip. <laughs> oh, man. Don't um, you think? No, that was just funny. Yeah. Very funny. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't... Like, I had a bunch of people who know I'm a very big Seahawks fan ask me what I thought of Lynch coming back, and I said, I think it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think I'll touch the ball, but I don't think he's going to... He, like, I don't think he's probably in good enough shape to carry the ball 20 times. Which, and like, I'm sure the offense has changed significantly yes. enough that yeah. like he's learning a bunch of new things in four days. Yeah. I think that would be the hardest part. So, totally. Because apparently he like he kept in pretty good shape and like, mm-hmm. I guess by himself. So, I mean, his, his coming, he did like eight sessions or 16 sessions in eight days of yeah. training right before he came to Seattle. And they say that he looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, so we again, guys. Keep in mind that the Seattle offensive line is the second worst offensive line in the league. So difficult to get past the line of scrimmage without being hammered. But he did have a couple breakout, like breakthrough runs where there were like twelve, thirteen, fourteen yards or something like that. Two, I think. That he looked pretty good. Yeah, he was just getting hit behind the line of scrimmage almost mm-hmm. every time he touched the ball. <laughs> Which is challenging. But I think uh, I think he'll touch the ball 
a similar amount of times next week. Yeah, you think he, so? He got 12 carries. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be the same. I think it'll be 10 to 15 carries. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he'll be like a really good short distance option and someone who just gives Homer a break. Fuck, it's going to be tough too because the Eagles are, are, have a better run defense than the San Francisco 49ers. The thing with that though is I feel like Homer, you said he had five receptions. I, I feel like that's going to be an excellent option for Russell Wilson just to get rid of it quick. Mm-hmm. If he can find Homer every time, it's going to be huge. Yeah. <laughs> so they interviewed the San Fran head coach at halftime mm-hmm. and they asked him about Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. And, and his comment was like, we know they're running the ball when Lynch is in the game. So mm-hmm. we're just putting eight guys in the box. <laughs> so I think they need to like maybe do a little bit of play action right, off of, of Lynch course. this week yeah. or find some ways yeah. to like disguise what they're up to a little bit better because it seemed like every time he was in the game, all eyes on him, man. They just had mm-hmm. all three linebackers blitzing and every time there was no gaps. Yeah. I guess that's going to get Whereas better. Homer, Homer has both options, right? Right. Where, I don't know if Lynch is going to run some play action stuff or just be used as a blocker a little more often next week. I don't know. That's all going to come, I think, with understanding the offense more and more, right? 100%. I think they'll figure it out. They'll put him in a, posi- in a good position. But like you said, like play action would be huge. Yeah. Especially, yeah. That yeah, was I think they the, just needed him to have touches in, in game. Just easy touches. Yeah, just easy touches. Yeah. Just prep yeah. him a little bit for just the playoffs, right? Get hit. Yeah. Don't lose the ball. And then put a smile on your face and come sit down again. Did you see the clip of uh, Lynch talking to Homer at half? I think it was at halftime or? Yeah. No, no I saw that. And that that's what was, I was saying. That, it's, that fucking made me emotional. Yeah. Like I was, was almost crying. Really? It's so cool. It was cool yeah. because that's just going to show like Lynch knows why he's there. Yeah. And it's probably just these, you know, if, if we're lucky, we get to see him for five games. And then I don't think he's coming back next year. <laughs> Why would he? It's so as a fan, like obviously we know Marshawn Lynch on the field and how phenomenal of a running back he was, how unbelievable of an athlete he was. Mm-hmm. But we never really got to see as much of his personality. His personality was just like quiet. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Like yeah. all that shit, eating Skittles. Like we never really saw him talk. Yeah. So it was kind of cool to see that side of him because. All the guys talk about how good of a teammate he was. Obviously, as fans, we don't know that. Yeah. But it was pretty cool to have for someone to tape that video of him talking to Homer. Did you see it? No, no? I didn't see it. So it was him talking to Homer on the sidelines. And he's just like, man, you're inspiring me. You're firing wow. me up right now. Jeez. He's like, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, he's like, I just want to work off your energy or like something like that. Is there anything better you can say to a young guy like that? So oh, cool, God, right? No. Yeah. One of the best running backs. Well, oh, yeah. In, it was probably him and Sean Alexander's best running backs in Seahawks history. Oh, 100%. Is there another guy? No. Not at this point in time. No. Well, they're probably back in the day before who's before Sean Alexander. Before we were born. I don't yeah. Know. Like. <clears throat> but let's say arguably the best running back in Seahawks history. Kurt Warner? Kurt Warner's a quarterback who used to bag groceries and then play <laughs> yeah, for the St. Louis Rams. Doesn't he work at the <laughs> car dealership down Can the road back now? back to the deli, yeah. <laughs> Ah uh, no! Oh, sorry, Chris. Chris Warren. Chris Warren. Chris, Chris Warren. Warren. No man, right here, and then Kurt Warner, and then Marshawn Lynch. You guys are laughing. Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner, man. Wh- hold on. What did you type in? He played from 1983 to 89. Leading Seahawks rushers. Is that what you typed in? Yes. 
Sean Alexander has 9,429 yards and he's leading by a lot. Next place is Chris Warren with 6,700. 6, what? Kurt Warner, then Marshawn Lynch. I don't know about this. I don't know about this, Carl. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. How can you be a quarterback on one team and running back on the other? Doesn't it's make a different sense. guy. It's not the same person. No, it's the same person. <laughs> we all know what we're thinking right now. This skinny, is the simulation. Yeah, skinny white kid. <laughs> There's a it's glitch the in the simulation. Yeah. I'm looking Carl. at a 5'11 black guy right here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Career leading huh. rushers. Huh. Look at that. 90 to 97. Well, Russell Wilson is number seven. All is time, he really? All time. That's awesome. That's awesome. Anyways, hmm. move on. Sean Alexander. That's a name I haven't heard in a long-ass time. Sean Alexander was unreal. He was so fun to watch. <clears throat> All right, I guess we're moving on from Sean Alexander. Let's move on from Sean Alexander. <laughs> on to the next. Uh, we, should we just skip to the end of the game? Like The Seahawks played like garbage in the first half. Mm-hmm. Garbage it was in the kind first of a half. miracle that it was only 13 nothing. I felt like Wilson, there was a point in the second half where Wilson got, oh, he got hammered and it should have been yeah. roughing the passer. He got hammered. Uh, it was almost like head to head contact. Yeah, he got hit in and, the head. and then that put, I just saw a moment in his head where he's like, fuck this, I'm over this shit. Mm. And he turned mm. it up. He, starts, he started running, taking hits. And going after it, and I thought, okay, this is the TSN turning point. This mm-hmm. is when it's going to happen. But every time we were getting down the field, score a touchdown, they would just come back marching down. We just had no chance. Our defense was doing nothing. I know we say this every single week, but like, Do we stop we're just giving up so, points right away. No, we're just so beat up. Like <laughs> well, half we the are. team no, is on the IR. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Who did we lose again? And we, we lost, lost Kendrick. Kendrick's again. Kendrick's tore his ACL this week. Done for the year. <clears throat> Who else? I, so Brown is out now. Dwayne Brown? No. Dwayne yeah, Brown Dwayne had Brown surgery last week yeah. on his knee, but no, he's supposed to come back in two to three weeks. The other Brown. Um, oh, uh, Jaron Brown. Yeah. He didn't do much, but he's out now. <clears throat> Diggs might come back for next week. Yeah, I heard that. That's what they're saying. I, I just so. wonder how healthy, like how good he's, how close to top speed he's going to be kind of thing. I don't know, um, but can we talk about that last play of the game, or that last series of the game? <clears throat> the seven plays that we could have had to score a touchdown. All right, so it sounds like you're quite upset about this. That would have won me the pool. Yeah, I'm very upset. Pass interference. Apparently, we can't call anymore, <clears throat> and yeah. we should have been a little bit better with the clock and i really think we should have done a quarterback sneak so let's start there let's start right there that's the brilliant play it's fourth and ten fourth and eight uh wilson hits or i think it was urshua he's a rookie or second year receiver who was his first catch in the nfl wasn't it something like that he's now yeah he's getting a little bit of pt now because brown got hurt I think Turner got hurt too. <clears throat> Great catch on the goal line. Yeah. Basically like inside the one and the guy made a pretty good tackle cause he was kind of falling backwards, but yeah. stopped him just 
outside the goal line. Mm-hmm. George Fant busted a wheel on the play. I know. So Wilson's like yelling at him, trying to get him up to the line of scrimmage so they can spike it. Would have been a phenomenal time as Wilson was like waving the guy down. And doing this, like we're going to just down the ball. I was sitting with Bob. I was doing, I was, I was yelling. Like, I was like, he should just sneak it right now. Yes. Because worst case scenario, you don't get in and then you down the ball. You spike. Do you think you yeah. still have time to down it? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Because okay, everyone's on the line. 22 seconds. They went from 40 to 22 seconds because Fan right. had to like run up to the right up to the he was line. Like, he, was, he was lying on the yeah, ground. Yeah. yeah. And then they don't have a t- they don't have a timeout and they just panic and they put the ball down. But to me, that's the play. You do the quarterback sneak. You lose maybe five to seven seconds. Spike it quick. Spike it quick. Now you're third and goal. Yeah, and you have two plays. And you have two plays. With 10 seconds left. so it But you're third and goal with on the <clears throat> one-yard line with ru- you can just pound it through with Lynch twice. Or now you do the play action. Right. No, it would have, well, it would have been second down, but I think the time would have been like 10 seconds. Yeah, you're right. Because yeah. that was the first down. Yeah. So anyway, Anyways, they, they don't They don't it. do that. <clears throat> they they get the delay game. They spike it. Then they're trying to switch out their entire offense, right? They're trying to bring in the goal line package, which is different linemen. It's they're trying to get Lynch off the bench in. Yeah. And it just takes so long. <laughs> and then they're in the huddle. They start the huddle at 11 seconds. Yeah. And then you see it go five, four. And I'm like, what the fuck? And we burned our last time out on fourth down. Yeah. Yeah. To talk about it, getting a different play in or whatever. And they take a five yard penalty. So that is huge. It would have been so fun to see Lynch get in there. Yeah. And just have an opportunity to run the ball. Right? That was a flashback mm-hmm. moment right there. Can you imagine how insanely loud that, that stadium would, would have been oh God. if Lynch scored a second touchdown to win the game with eight seconds left? The urban story of the year, man. Probably, right? Mm-hmm. For a second touchdown? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To beat the best team in the NFC? Because they got number one seed now. Yeah. That they won. Mm-hmm. Which we wouldn't have got, which I don't get. No, because uh, it was between the Packers, right? It was some kind of weird thing with them. The so we couldn't have got it because we had the same. We would have had the same records as the Saints, and the Saints beat us. Oh. So they would have had yeah, the yeah. tiebreaker. But the Packers somehow had a tiebreaker over the Saints, so it would have been Green Bay, then uh, New Orleans, then us. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So we would have been playing Vikings. Minnesota. But at home. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about playoff picture in a second and whether we think we're in a better position now than if we So let's go back to third down and pass interference with Hollister. Blatant pass interference. I actually saw a pretty funny line on social media today. So Pete Carroll was asked about it again. Obviously, they just keep asking the same shit the media. Asked about it again today and he his response was I think the NFL now knows they made a mistake. <laughs> yeah. No, he's sticking to it 100%. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. But they won't they won't say they made a mistake. They clearly stated that they viewed it while the game was still going on and chose to say that it wasn't pass interference. Mm-hmm. You know How what is that not a pass interference? I don't know. 100% funny. of people whether you're a Seahawks fan or not saw pass interference. You know what I really don't like? I don't like how they have this NFL analyst that they bring in on plays like yeah. this. So they have the two commentators on the TV. And then some guy just chirps. And then they 
Yeah, we're going to bring in uh, John Schmidt here from uh, the NFL uh, analyst rules crew. Is no longer good enough to be a, a ref, but now he's our analyst. But John Schmidt comes in and he's like, oh, yeah, uh, it, New York is currently looking at it. And uh, yeah, they're going to overturn this one. That was a that was a blatant P.I. And uh, it's going to yeah, they're going to overturn it. And then like awkward silence. And the commenters are like, OK, <laughs> Wilson walks up to the ball, snaps it. Obviously, it doesn't get overturned. Just forgets about it. But it happens so often that yeah. they bring in this stupid analyst and he's like, well, as you can see, you know, he bobbled the ball here and he stepped out of bounds and blah, 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 and it shouldn't be a catch. And then the uh, ref comes back on. He's like, uh, play on the field stands. Yeah. They're always, they're like 50% of the time they're wrong. Yeah. Why is that? Why is it so hard to get the consistency of pass interference right? We need to have it's your like, ref friend on here so he can answer that. We do. So in real time, I understand, right? Mm-hmm. But if you can, yeah. those people, those gentlemen, specimens that are playing football are so much more ridiculously athletic than these referee characters, right? These are, what's the average age of the referees? 47? Oh, it was older than that, I think. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Those guys are geriatrics, barely trying to run up and down the field, <laughs> out of breath. They're trying to watch people like Alvin Kamara run yeah. up and down the field. Yeah. I fuck. I give them credit. They're they're giving it an effort, and I understand that they're going to make mistakes in real time. Yeah, the game is moving much faster yeah. than they are able but to. But to have the ability see. to look at it after the fact while the game is still on and actually review it, why are we not using that as our advantage? The, there's so sure, many it changes cameras. the outcome of the game, but that should have been changed. Mm-hmm. But then, it should have been first down, and then deal with it from there. Like, don't, don't have just, replay. Then don't have it. Yeah. Then don't have it. Take it away. Yep. Pass interference should just not exist anymore. Just, Does it already? Doesn't exist now. Flip a coin. Flip a coin. It was, yeah, it was it clearly. Like penalties in the NHL. You got the last penalty. This team gets the next one. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You already got your penalty. It's now the other team's turn to have a penalty. Let's just do that. Let's just go back and forth. You get a free play here and here every second play. This is ridiculous. It's frustrating. Because then in the playoffs, all of a sudden, something happens, and in the playoffs, everything tightens up. Now, all of a sudden, mm. everything's a penalty, and everything gets overturned, and every, the, well, where was this during the regular season? Mm. It's like that in every sport. All of a sudden, they decide, you know what? We're not going to swallow this whistle. We're going to actually use it for the first two games, and then nobody knows what's going to happen in the Super Bowl. So, the idea... What people talk about all the time in, in refereeing sports is when the game is on the line, let the athletes play. Let yeah. someone win the game. Mm-hmm. Don't decide a game with a referee. Mm-hmm. I get that. But this rule, this pass interference, uh, being able to review pass interference was brought in because they fucked up last year, right? Yep. Because the Saints got screwed. Mm-hmm. So I understand that when a play is bang, bang like that, and in real time, it looks somewhat close in terms of when the contact is actually happening. I understand that the ref on the field is going to let that go because there's 10 seconds left in the game and they don't want to fuck up a game by throwing a penalty flag, right? Mm-hmm. But they brought the rule in for this specific reason. Yep. It was so obvious. So obvious. First of all, there was a defensive holding on that same guy as... Hollister was running down the yeah, field. Before, yeah. Yeah. So pick one of the two, really. Mm-hmm. 
And then it was so bad. Like he didn't turn his head. Like if he turned his head and there was still contact, sure. Maybe it's borderline. He didn't do but that he, at all. No. Just boom. I thought it was bad. But at the same time, I wasn't as upset as I would have been if this would have given us a first round bye and we playoff situation would have been different. And if I, I didn't think have my first place pool on the line because of this, I came second, which I'm okay with for the season. Just putting that out there. Home games are very fun in the playoffs, but... Home games are fun, but look at our record. You know what? Stats are suggesting that we're, we might as well just play on the road. Mm-hmm. We're 7-1 and one on the road, so that's better than 4-3. and three. Or 5, and, is it 4-4 four and four now? Or? We have played good teams at home. I get right? that. So three of our four losses at home are to the top three teams in the league. Yeah. Mm-hmm. San Fran, Baltimore, New Orleans. And what was the New Orleans score? That was a close game, right? That game we should have won too. Lost, I right? remember correctly. It was a one score game, I think. 30, 33-27. Yeah. If I remember correctly, I can't remember the game myself like right now, but I feel like we should have or could have. Oh, I heard another stat. <laughs> the Seahawks are 11-5. and five. Yeah. Uh, 10 of their 11 wins were... <laughs> we're within a score. Yeah. Jeez. So we're one possession games. Mm. And they said that tied an NFL record. Really? Wow. Mm. So, so what, do th- what do you think that means? To me, it means we're not that good. Mm-hmm. We just have won close games. Or better at finishing games? Well, we're definitely not good at starting games. Yeah. Let's just start there. Oh, my God. It's been so like, like, What is it? Why, though? I don't know. I don't understand what happens. It feels like we start every game a zone defense. We give up a bunch of points. Then we go into the second half and we decide to tighten up and go man on man. When we start the game like this, are these, are these guys not in shape? Like, do they need to warm up? I don't get it. Are we just trying to see what their plays are so we know the, what the play is going to be in the second half? Or we? I don't get that. Do you think it's... Um an actual game plan or do you think it's a game plan just built around coach's lack of confidence in secondary like Bobby Wagner is one of the best linebackers in the league but he's not super good in coverage yeah Kendrick's really good run defender not super good at covering tight ends out of the out of the running routes the secondary has been beat up all year right it's true everything's we're just like... Shot Griffin. We're limping into the playoffs. But... It's, yeah, it was a really weird season, right? Because we were 10-2, and two, and in the last five games, we were 1-3. and three, Or last four games, we were 1-3. and three. Yeah. 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 Injuries and, don't help us. And there's been a few big injuries that really impact the actual outcome of this year. Mm-hmm. So I, I wonder what's going to happen in the playoffs, but I, I'm, I, I just pray and I hope and I can still see it that there's going to be a third game against San Fran and that's going to be the game of the year. It would be so big. Like to me, this, this season is showing me how important offensive linemen are. Like it's just mm-hmm. proving it. Yeah. It would be mm-hmm. so big to get Dwayne Brown back for if this, if the Hawks beat the Eagles, getting Dwayne Brown back for that next uh, San Fran game would be unbelievable. It'd I think Pete P- Carroll said that there's a chance. He said that like if you played this week, it'd be a miracle, but next week there's a chance. Right. 
What was he out with? He had a minor meniscus tear or something like that. Uh-huh. So he had a really minor surgery. So you need a, a knee brace and a cortisone shot. Yeah. And you're set. It was a surgery For, though. So there was oh, incisions. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, like, I'm assuming they're really small incisions. I'm probably just waiting for the swelling to go down right yeah. now. The thing, the thing too, is uh, the Eagles have a lot of injuries. A ton, right? A ton. Yeah. They're banged up, too. Like, I don't know if Zach Ertz is going to play. Nelson Aguilar is going to play. Like, their big guys are not going to play. So that's yeah. going to be very interesting. Can you look at what the weather is going to be like in Philly on Sunday? Mm-hmm. I'm curious. Usually this time of year it's cold there, right? Yeah. It'll be like minus 10. Because Philadelphia gets pretty cold. Yeah. How cold the forecast? Even after the PI though, or the yeah. non-call PI, like they ran a pretty good play, and that guy on D made a made a Great really tackle. good tackle on the goal line. They say that well, was so yeah. close too. Oh my god, that could have gone anyway. That call of like if they called that touchdown, they would not have overturned it. If they didn't call a touchdown, they would have. The other way, it would have been it was whatever so the call close. is. Call would have stood no matter what the call was. It was so close, but you now understand and see why, A, they're wearing white cleats and white gloves. Because when the, they're touching the ball or they're on the you can't tell the line if they've gone out of bounds. And also, you can't tell if the ball went over or didn't go over, right. so you can't make that call. They're always looking for that little bit of green space. Yeah, exactly. Right between the boot and the, uh, the yeah. out, outside line. Because they used to always wear, especially the Seahawks, would always wear green yeah. gloves and like right. wear Seahawks gloves. Now everybody wears white because of that moment. They, that could have easily been called a touchdown. On the field, it didn't look like it. Because no. it looked like he went down sooner, like yeah. his butt hit earlier. Yeah, but then in the replays, butt mm-hmm. didn't hit sooner. Mm-hmm. It all came down to his shoulders and his, his elbows. Yeah. All Seahawks fans would love to have said that's a touchdown. But at the same time, you're also kind of like, well, maybe it's not. I don't know. And then it just seemed like the game was over. Okay, bye. Yeah, like, that's it. Nobody Clock's cared. Out, yeah. See you later. Some handshakes and moving on. It's going to be minus one in Philadelphia. Okay, that's not too bad. Did it say raining or no? I think it's clear or cloudy a little bit. So it'd be basically like Seattle. <clears throat> Pretty close. Amazing. Sounds... Like a nice climate to get Marshawn Lynch a few times. Okay, so what is it? I missed Minus that. one. Minus one, it will be or it is now? Yeah, no, it will be. Minus one, cloudy. A little bit cloudy. Think it'll be snowing? I don't think so. He said it looks like it's clear. And correct me if I'm wrong, is Philly's pretty banged up too, right? <laughs> we just fucking talked about that. They're very banged up. <laughs> very. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, we just talked about that. <laughs> But like this, we have to get past Philly. It. You think it's gonna think we're screwed, or do you think we're? we're no, I think this? we play in San Fran in a week and a half. I think Lockett and Metcalf are gonna have to have huge games because just because Philly's run defense is so good, mm. and I think we're gonna have to have more play action with Lynch or like Homer out of the flats, stuff like that. Because just running it down their throat, I don't think it's gonna work. No. What do you think, Denny? I don't. I think Philly is very, very poor football team. I think they I think we got super lucky that yeah. everyone in their division is a terrible. Basically, only played half the year. Yeah, 
and didn't try. Mm-hmm. Like Dallas is really good on paper. What the fuck happened? I don't know. They lost yeah. to some shit teams, like so bad. That guy get fired? No. He's still on the team? Are you talking about Garrett? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, he's not fired yet. Can he get fired? I don't think he will. Damn. They have a, such a loyalty. Didn't Garrett play for him for like years? So. And he's like, they're huge. Like, it's like politics, man. They're like, they'll live and die with the people that they've brought in and brought up. Like, there's a huge like family connection there that they're like, I don't see them getting rid of them right away. It may give them one more, one more, but maybe not. I don't know. Because I feel like if they it's were going to fire him, you fire him right then and there on, on Black Monday. Get rid of him because think, all the other top head coaches are available, like mm-hmm. Urban Meyer and all these other people that, well, I don't even know if he's going to be a coach or not. But Wasn't Ron Rivera probably the best guy available? Well, it depends. Urban so. Meyer is probably the best out of, but he's never coached NFL. It's so different, man. But then also on top of that, he left because of health concerns. So I don't know what that was, if that was stress or if that was like heart condition. I don't know. I don't think anybody. You see Wa- a Ron Rivera signing with Washington? Yeah, really. Redskins, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I wonder what's going to happen. I don't even care what happens there. Let's focus on the Seahawks and winning. Do the Panthers have a coach? <clears throat> they just, nope. they just fired Rivera. Yeah, yeah. Through the year. But they don't have anyone right now, <coughs> nope. so they're looking for someone too. Yeah. Interesting. Panthers. I wonder what they're going to get for uh, Newton. They're going to get rid of him. Really? Hundred percent. They're not keeping him. Are you sure? Yeah. When I, I don't. I haven't paid attention at all, so I have I'm no pretty idea. sure. I I want to say, I'm on the sides. I would bet that Newton's gone next year. One of my friends is a Carolina Panthers fan for some strange reason, and he <laughs> he seems to think he would he won't go. He'll go. He pays attention more than me, so I'll let him do the talking about that one. Shall we discuss next week? Well, it's already fucking Thursday, yeah. so it's really three days from now. Let's discuss next week. It's a Sunday game. 140. 140 on the West Coast. Yeah. Um, which is a weird time. I don't understand why there's not a night game on Sunday. It doesn't make any sense to me. They do that. They do that often. Why? I don't know. Just have like an all-day event kind of, maybe more people tune in. I don't know. Well, I, think, I don't know. Just I think, think it's for they East have a, Coast. But they have a night game on Saturday. Yeah, because Saturday Saturday. I think it's for East Coast because like... And they're creeping into like eleven o'clock. Yeah, if a game starts at five on the east, co- like on the east coast, it's eleven. No shit, that's no, too it's many eight. hours. It's eight or nine. It's eight, three hours. It's four hours in Newfoundland or PEI, <laughs> but not in New York. They're not. They don't care about the Canadians. Maybe they care about the fucking newfies. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> so it's eight o'clock start. Yeah. So the game's over at eleven thirty, twelve. No. Jeez, that's late. Bunch that's of crybabies. East Coast always get their way with the with the hours. You see, Maple Leafs come play Vancouver, and it'd be like a noon game. Like, what are you? Come on, bunch of babies. <laughs> this is ridiculous. We are pretty spoiled over here, though, with sports times. We are. Oh yeah, yeah. we get prime time. Yeah, all the time. Right? I think, prime time. I think only Hawaii time. has it better. <laughs> well, Hawaii is like. That's be insane, actually. A 10 o'clock game is going to be... Hours. Are they yeah. three hours? There's three hours, two. aren't they? It's two, I'm pretty sure. Is it well, two? I guess maybe there's a third. I think there's a third are. depending on, on where. I yeah. could be wrong. You should... That would, so it's going to be a 7 o'clock game? 7 a.m.? Yeah. <laughs> just sports Tailgate all day, Tailgate starts baby. at 5 a.m., boys. <laughs> they just don't go to bed. <laughs> 
I think that this is what happens is my prediction for next week. We'll get into this. Um, we're going to give up the first six points to Philly. We're going to come back. Two field goals or a missed extra point? Two field goals. Um, <laughs> then we're going to score a touchdown. Then we're going to stop playing certain people. And then we're just going to roll over Philly. And we're going to almost treat it like a bye. We're not everybody's going to play who we need to play the next week. But most people are going to play that we need to play next week. If that makes sense. That, that makes, sense. makes no sense at that all. That makes sense. What are you talking about? We're going to fucking rest people after we're up 7-6? No, I said as we start rolling over them. So when we're up 35-6, to six, don't keep marching. You think they're going to score 35? Well, I'm just saying, if they are, do you start marching Wilson out there still in the fourth quarter? What's the over-under, Carl? I don't know. Yeah, he's too smart. No, he's think... playing the whole game. Yeah. I don't understand why you think they would take him out. <laughs> oh, here. 45 and a half. Yeah, 45, there you go. It's going to be 36 to 7. That's my prediction. Write that down. 36 to 7 for 30, no, Seattle. Pardon me. 30, Hold on. 36 no, no, no. to 9. Keep that, keep that. No, 36, 36 to, to 9. Because he thinks they're going to go up 6 nothing and then somehow get a single. Yeah, they're going to get a rouge. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows what a rouge is, do they? Do you know what a rouge is? No idea. What are you talking about? CFL. CFL single point. You can single point by kicking the ball That's through right. your own end zone. I'm not interested. You know what it is? I can't remember. No, 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 no. It's So it's like up. if you miss a field goal or punt it into the end zone? No, no. Yes. I think you can turn around and kick the ball through the end zone. I'm explaining it to you. <laughs> no, you're not. If you kick it through your own end zone, it's safety. If you miss a field goal, you know in CFL, the field goal posts are at the front of the end yeah. zone. So if you miss a field goal, usually the... Uh, other team has someone Catches to it, catch it, it and run it out. Yeah. If they don't run it out, you get one point and you get the ball in the 25. Okay. Or at the end of the game, if you're tied or something and you're in the 30 yard line, you can just punt it through the end zone for one point. But the other team would have someone at the back of the end zone trying to catch it and run it out or kick it out. Hmm. Weird. It's wild shit. <laughs> you ever seen them kick back and forth and back and forth? Hilarious. <laughs> it's like fucking, Fuck it's like an elementary man. school thing. <laughs> They're just kicking back and forth. <laughs> you should google this oh my god oh it's so funny okay what's your prediction uh you're thinking of a much closer game because they've all yeah, been absolutely. close all year so you're gonna go i'm i'm denny i'm gonna go third i'm gonna go 24 to 21 seahawks three and say no damn it what are you gonna say <laughs> carl you go first I think it's going to be an ugly-ass game. I think Seattle wins 23-17. I think it's close. I think it's going to be very close. 10 of the 11 wins have been close. So. <laughs> it's a playoff. This is not different. easy to guess that. This is different. Exactly. People are scared to make mistakes, so at the beginning of the game, they're so conservative. <clears throat> I say... What did you say? 24-17? 23-17. Three field goals, two touchdowns. I'm going to say 20-17. to 17. I like it. 20-17. to 17. Two touchdowns, two field goals. Now is Myers kicking those field goals? Change it. 20-16. to 16. Carson Wentz sucks balls, so he's not going to throw too many touchdowns. He's going to get a hit right goals. in the knees and he's going to be He has out. no one to throw to. 
He doesn't even know how to throw. Diggs is going to come back and have two picks. Boom. Oh. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. So who is coming back? Is Diggs coming back? Diggs is yeah. a questionable. He's not a for sure. Not okay. for sure. And Brown is questionable. Well, Brown is not. not Brown's no. not playing. No chance. No. And then everyone else is like, Dunzo for the year. <laughs> <laughs> See you next year. Yeah. Clowney hadn't. He's no... playing. Yeah. But he's still banged up too. Yeah. All right. Let's get out of here. Let's Wait. Get out of here. Can I? Can we talk about my fantasy thing for a quick second? Oh, oh yeah. Shit. You had something to tell let's us. Fucking crazy shit. Yeah. Okay. So going into Monday, me and my buddy each had one person left to play on the Monday night game. It was the Packers versus the Vikings. Okay. I had 83.76 and he had 90, 98.42. So it was 15 points difference. So I thought. So this is two is, weeks ago. Yes, two weeks who ago. Is your this player? was week 16. Yeah. I have Aaron Jones. Okay. And he had Stefan Diggs. Okay. Aaron Jones got 26. Stefan Diggs got 11.7. I ended up losing by 0. 0.36. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. It gets better. So this is so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I thought I lose. Thursday they come out with like the updated stats or changes or whatever, right? Apparently against in Cleveland against Baltimore, Kareem Hunt was was target or was I guess they call him a thrower. So he was sacked. Instead of a instead of a loss of yards on a rush, they they considered him a thrower. And who, sorry, who was that? A Kareem Hunt, the running back for the Cleveland. He was. He, he had a trick play. Trick play. I guess he was a flea flicker or something. But they went back. They looked at it. They called. They called him a thrower. He got sacked, one yard or whatever. I had Baltimore defense. I got one fucking point. And I <laughs> ended up winning my point six five. No way. <laughs> How crazy is that? Was that the final of your league? That was the final of my league, and that was the only stat change of the week. How pissed was that guy? Pissed. Dude, I'd be fucking wrecked. <laughs> Dude, I was so mad when I lost by 0.35. Could you imagine going back a few days and then like, hey, just so you know, you actually lost. Who found it out first? He did. He messaged me. That was my fucking Christmas morning, I think. Christmas present. It was amazing, <laughs> dude. Aaron Jones, 26 oh points, man. Like, fantasy football is so nuts. There's so That's many insane. things that can go wrong, change. Oh. That's insane. I want him to stat change, man. Oh my god! I so, wish they can go back and change that PI and <laughs> yeah. go march everybody back out for one play. Do you watch a lot of games that have no interest to you just because you have someone playing in fantasy? Oh god, yeah, yeah. I do. I don't know. Do yeah, you watch fantasy, them? I do. I, or you no, just check scores? I, I like switch back and forth. So like, if someone's offense is on, I'll watch the series yeah. and then maybe catch like something else. Yeah. But a lot of jumping around. I definitely do with my pool. Yeah. But mine's a pick'em pool, so it's different. But. That's why I have the zone. I just like, boom, next game, next game, yeah. next game. What's going on? Where? And it'll be what's going on on those scores. So it'll be like a very close game. And this, like, pretty sure I should. And I need to win this game. Like this last one, I needed Oakland to win. And Oakland was just like losing, 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 coming back. And they had the last play. They scored a touchdown. Yeah. And they could have kicked it for to go in oh, overtime. Yeah, I saw that. But they went for two. If they went for two, that would have won me the pool. If they got the two. If they got the two. Went for two, lost the game, and now I needed Seahawks to win the game. Thought, but if they it was... kicked it, went to overtime, but the games didn't mean shit to them. So they're just right. like, well, let's just yeah. go for two and call us. Why? We don't need to win it. We don't need to lose it. It's our last game in Oakland. We're going to Vegas, boys. And did you see that Vegas stadium? No. It looks like... 
Star Wars, Darth Vader, like it looks insane from the outside. I can't wait to go to a Seahawks game in Oakland. Wow, that's actually pretty crazy. Vegas. In Vegas. Very, very Sorry. unique. Yeah, I can't wait to go to a Seahawks game in Vegas. Jeez. It looks insane. Apparently, a new stadium has a jail. What? What the fuck? It has a jail? Yeah, for local law enforcement. They have help. a drunk tank? Because yeah, everybody's going to be drunk. <laughs> on site, man. That's so good. But it's got to be like, I don't, I don't know the inside of the stadium, but it's got to be similar to um, the Knights, the Vegas Knights uh, stadium. You can probably gamble and there's probably going to be slot machines. And Yeah, this is so crazy. Listen to this. I don't know if this, this is off Twitter, but... So the Las Vegas Raiders stadium will feature a small jail and courtroom to deal with unruly fans, according to local law enforcement. <laughs> what? And a courtroom? Yeah. Sentence them right there on the spot. That can't be right. That's got to be fake news. Called Allegiant Stadium. How far away is it from the strip? It's not that far. You can see it from... Where did I stay? Um, I want to say it was... Can't remember. Oh, it's I, pretty I, close. I it's could see close. it being built when I was there, but I can't remember what what hotel I was in. Isn't it right across Mandalay Bay? Yeah, I mean, it was Mandalay so Bay. Close. It's right across yeah, the street. It was Mandalay Bay where I was staying. That's right. Oh wow, that's sweet. I think it's going to be pretty sweet. It looks like a bunch of water slides. What are tickets going to be? They're going to be pricey as hell. Really? Why wouldn't they be? Gonna be sold out. Every game's gonna be sold out. Do you think it's gonna be a fun stadium to go to? Though? I think it's gonna be fun because I think a lot of it is gonna be visiting fans. So if it, it'll be like uh, if you're going to a Seahawks game, it's fifty percent or more is gonna be a Seahawks fans for sure. Isn't that weird though? Not having like a home base. Like, there's not gonna be any Vegas fans there. That'd be a lot, but not many. It'd be less than half. It's gonna be like the Clippers, man. It's always just the it'd opposing fans. Like, it'd be fans. like fifty percent tourists, or more. Well, unless they go out and they have a good year, all of a sudden. Especially, yeah, if they're shit. All right, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. <clears throat> Hawks fans, we love you. Looking forward to talking about a big wildcard weekend win. Yep. Next week. It's going to be huge. When are we going to do it? Sunday night or Monday? No, I haven't got that far. All right. Say Monday. Guys, it's going to be either Sunday night or Monday. Probably Monday. <laughs> Have a good evening. Till <laughs> we meet again. <laughs> <laughs>